0: Welcome everyone to the podcast. Let's talk Internet Computer (ICP). Today, in episode number thirteen, we have a very special guest, an invite who works at the Definity Foundation. Uh, he's a Developer Relations Engineer at Definity. Thank you, Andrew cheperhi to join us today.
1: Hey, thanks a lot for inviting me. It's th- uh, lucky number thirteen. <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah, well, the audience uh, want to know a little bit more about you, uh, Andrew. Where are you from? How was your life been before signing up for DFINITY? I do like a little bit of research about you, uh, detective work. (laughs) (laughs) I know also uh, a few of your hobbies. Uh, You like climbing. Also, you like uh, the good beer, uh, traveling. Uh, Tell us more about yourself, please. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you did your research uh, yeah so I was born in in Hungary and I I went to Denmark first to to study my or to study uh, I did my bachelor's there I studied uh, design and, and communications first but then that turned into more web development and um, uh, front-end development focused um and after that I worked as a as a front-end developer that turned full stack developer for a few years and then I realized I wanted to do a little bit more than working on websites so so I decided to study data science and machine learning. That's where I did my my masters in in Copenhagen. That was in, in in machine learning. After which, um, I bounced around in Copenhagen, had a few years working as a data scientist. Uh, at which point, I I found it in the a computer, and I remember we had a WhatsApp group with a few friends of ours, and and we we just shared investment memes and 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 sometimes company picks. And one of my Ooh. friends. Uh, at one one day, just posted this that he would put most of his salary into the into ICP, and I was like, yeah, yeah, another cryptocurrency. But um, to pay respect to the friend, I looked into it, and when what I found absolutely blown, blown my mind. It was, it was, uh, I saw the the incredible potential in the computer and saw how different the whole technology is and how different what it was trying to do and i mean it, it took a few weeks of research to really understand how a computer works it's not it's it doesn't click right away it's not an uh, it's kind of a complex uh, system but then once you get once you understand how it works on a high level and also what the potential is i was uh, i fell in love on on the first side and so i decided to i uh, wanted to spend as much time doing inner computer stuff as possible i I got involved in the ecosystem, tried out all these dApps like Discover and District and traded NFTs on Anthropo. Um, got involved in one of the projects myself as well. And mm-hmm. actually, at one point, it was a bit risky. Even before I was hired uh, by Definity, I, I quit my my day job as a data scientist to to do inner computer full time. So it was, mm-hmm. uh, it was a lucky coincidence that uh, I actually got hired. Otherwise, it would have been a it would have been a bumpier ride for sure. <laughs> and yeah. now here uh, at the Zurich HQ at uh, uh, working, yeah. Because I, when I was a data scientist, I used to do I worked eight hours on on my day job as a data scientist, and then uh, four or five hours afterwards until night doing inner computer stuff. But now I can just replace that with the twelve hour shift uh, working on inner computer stuff.
0: Wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but at least now you you're working in the company that that you love and is is a, yes. a a good uh, trip together uh, yeah in infinity in general internet computer, the technology if, if you work in something that you love it, you never work right and and it's your case exactly yeah, yeah.
1: we are and we are part of this whole movement that is really exciting it's a, it's a pleasure to an honor to be a part of something. Big as big as in a computer, and something so ambitious as in a computer. Mm-hmm. Very awesome. Exciting.
0: Yeah, and uh, Andrew, yeah, tell us more about uh, your your daily tasks and your uh, job in, in the HQ in in Zurich. The role as uh, developer relations engineering. I'm curious about how is the day for for you. Um, you have like meetings. You go to the office, talk with the engineers. Uh, work from home remotely, hybrid. Yeah, tell us more about uh, how you is your job in 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 Turik, in the Definity HQ.
1: Yeah, it changes a lot from from project to project. So or not project, but rather like phases of, of of my work. So in the Supernova days, or the Supernova Andrew was a lot different than the now SNS One Andrew as in sure. the the work is a lot different. And also I kind of transitioned from a more developers engineer role uh, to something closer to creating content for website and social media and working closely with the SNS team. Now, for example, on on planning the strategy for communications around around SNS itself and maybe big integration. So, sure. but just as a, what my day-to-day looks like now, I come to the office, try to do, to be fairly early. I mean, sorry, wake up, start working, check the the signal messages from Dom if you want something urgently. Um, mm. Maybe work for like half an hour from home and then then I, I walk to the office. It's like 20 minutes walk. It's, uh, it's a nice, nice. Um, nice refreshing walk in the mm-hmm. morning. Um, smash my first coffee and then usually we don't have many meetings in the morning so I can focus on on different projects. So for example, I'm working now on writing the content and the creating the structure for a new landing page about NFTs. Uh, we put out one about social media, adapts on the computer, for example, a few, few weeks ago or last week that I was working mm-hmm. on. Um, and also, I mean, now my my Twitter messages are blowing up with uh, people asking different questions. So I can't log in. How does this work? What is the, cool. uh, about SNS1 and things like that. So I try to, I mean, I can't answer all of them, but I try to be... Active and helpful, so that if there are questions that are, um, I can get back to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have still a fair number of meetings during the day, so because the work is kind of split between the U.S. and and uh, and Europe, so we have a lot of meetings starting at five p.m. until like seven, eight, nine p.m. Um, mm. and before that, it's mostly yeah, Zurich meetings and and planning and. And the last week or like these weeks, it was a lot of SNS one communications. So during the day, which I check with the engineering teams if what the how far the technology is, so that we can figure out um what exactly to communicate to the public and and to have mm-hmm. have a flow of communications that makes sense. As in, like don't explain everything right away, but then still try to be consistent and coherent in. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, in talking about, about what the SNS is and what SNS1 is and how it works.
0: Yeah, cool. Yeah, we're going to talk more about the SNS. <laughs> I'm, no sure, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, regardless of social media, yeah, you, you are so active and uh, normally in Twitter, also in, in Discover. Uh, as you mentioned, now also in Discover, uh, you have created the SNS1 channel and also the, the Internet Computer channel. That's crazy. That now it's more than 8,000 users in, in maybe in a month or a month and one week. And, yeah, exactly. and the, the other one, the SNS1 channel is even more crazy because it's uh, 6,500 or 7,000 users in, in a few days. Maybe you created the channel a week ago or?
1: Yeah, I think it was oh, two weeks ago or something like that. Oh, two weeks I think yeah. SNS1 is probably the fastest growing Discord channel discover mm-hmm. portal of, of all time it's it was crazy how how many people flew into the into the sns1 portal and, and yeah. in a computer portal actually it started a little bit slow but then as i as we started to post more and most more, more exciting news about about sns and sns1 mm-hmm. then it just it just blew up and um it's fun to say because i wanted to create something so for the inner computer portal i wanted to create a a decentralized portal i mean i didn't want this to be a Dfinity portal because then we should have named it Dfinity. So it should be about uh, anything related to the internet computer. So people should be able to talk about, ask questions, uh, discuss different topics, uh, share news, and that's Ooh. why I started to add more and more admins to the channel. So it's not only me as a dictator uh, s- filtering content or creating rules, but anyone and more and more people should be able to steer the direction of of the portal itself and same in the sns1 like there is a a vote currently open about who should be the first so i put out on twitter that a comment below this this tweet who are the people that you want to see in the first five or list of five admins for the sns1 portal Mm -hmm. and i got a lot of a lot of different people uh, getting mentioned in this comment thread and i picked i mean discover only allows 14 choices for polls so i picked the people that were mentioned multiple times. And now there is a vote active on who should be the first five admins in the SNS 1 portal. And once the portal opens up to the public, then anyone can post, then I'll just uh, take more of a back seat and let the the community Mm -hmm. steer. I mean, because as the SNS 1 is the communities, then the SNS 1 portal should also belong to the community. Yeah. Regardless of who created it. Mm
0: -hmm. It's difficult to have consensus, right, in this type of... Of things, who is the person? Maybe someone is not not on the list. And hey, what happened, Andrew? I deserve to stay on the list or not or whatever. Yeah, it's so yeah. difficult. And I get the blame for all different. of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, uh Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. In terms of uh the SNS now. Um, yeah, first of all, I would like to ask you for, because this podcast is also for people outside the ICP ecosystem, maybe for beginners or newest, people that don't know exactly what is a, a DAO. Uh, yeah, can you explain us a little bit more uh, what is exactly a DAO and, and also what is the difference between the our DAO, the SN, not our, but maybe the SNS DAO from an internet computer compared with other other DAOs?
1: Sure, uh, A DAO is a Decentralized Autonomous Organization, or, and the way I think it's easiest to think about it is, imagine if you had an application like Facebook or Reddit, but mm-hmm. instead of having a central entity in the middle of it that controls and has full power over where the application is going and what features are being added, instead you you issue a token, so anyone who is using the, the application itself can become part owner of the application, and, um, and and help help it govern. So, let's okay. say that next week, um, I want to change the logo of Facebook because we because I don't like it. In I mean, now with the current system of decentralized power, I don't have yeah. any any chance of doing that. But if you had Facebook as a DAO, then I, I would be able to create a proposal of all right. Here's the new logo that I propose Facebook to have, and if most of the Facebook token holders or the three decentralized version of this Facebook token holders Mm -hmm. agree with my changes, then they would, they they can adopt it. So it is, it is a decentralized community driven and community developed service, what what a DAO is. And Mm -hmm. on the inner computer, it's, it's quite special. And it hasn't been done before in any other blockchain yet. Is that because in other blockchains, a DAO can do kind of a, a limited set of things. However, on the net computer, because the canister smart contracts also serve web, that means that the whole dApp itself can be hosted end-to-end on the net computer, which means that all of the application will be controlled by the SNS DAO, not just the not just the smart contract or not just a small piece of the, the tokens, for example, not just a small Part of the smart contract logic, but all the data, all the front end, and and the and the smart contract itself. So this this allows people to create mass market social media or services or decentralized exchanges that mm-hmm. are completely tokenized and controlled by their by their users, which is not possible on other blockchains because you have the front end is always going to be a centralized thing. You, and the person who is paying the AWS bills is the one controlling that front end. and they decide what to do, what to do with that part. Even though the the smart contracts are controlled by by DAOs.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Great explanation. Pretty easy to understand. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, for example, in case in case of Facebook, it's like a, a board of directors, right? That they take the decisions, but. Like massive, everyone that have like tokens from Facebook, for example, is part of the board of direct uh, directors, right? And can do uh, the decision, can do the proposal, and then vote. Like uh, in general, the people that have tokens to uh, validate or or reject the proposal,
1: right? Exactly, and uh, and it also it completely shifts the the incentive structure. Because Facebook's or these board of directors at Facebook, their incentive is to make as much money as possible from, mm-hmm. by extracting value from the users. And the users' incentives are to have a, a, web, a, a, a an application that is as fun as possible or as engaging and, and po- valuable and, po- and positive as possible. Mm-hmm. And these two incentives don't always align or very often they don't align. And that's when we have, we have problems. But in a in a Web three DAO, or SNS DAO for example, you have the incentive structures are such that the users and the community who's using the the Web three service is the one making the decisions. So mm-hmm. almost by definition, they will make. I mean, hopefully, they will create or they will steer the application in directions or in ways where they where they benefit from it the most, and it's it's a completely different uh, economic structure of of creating companies even, because instead of a central entity having to hire thousands of developers, I mean, in the case of Facebook, but let's say dozens of developers in a smaller company, you can outsource it and make it decentralized and have people contribute code to the code base and then put up proposals to update these changes. Same mm-hmm. with uh, with design, let's say, because now, because the community itself is uh, is part owner, they have tokens. They are incentivized to make the platform as valuable as possible. So then you're incentivized to take a weekend and just create a cool UI design refresh or add an extra button or something or or develop some feature that might be useful. And this wouldn't happen or it doesn't happen with, uh, with the closed source centralized services. I think it's really exciting to have to see this shift yeah. in how development of online services is done, mm-hmm.
0: and for for founders or developers that uh, they are thinking or needed, um, yeah, they are thinking on on implement DAO in in their companies, um, and do through the the SNS token prior to launching. What they need to uh, like every because not all the pro- the projects needs uh, SNS DAO, right? Uh, what what should they take into into account about the SNS? What is that the benefits you mentioned, like different uh, solutions and different advantages? But there is like something like back backside. It is like something like is also bad in other cases.
1: Yeah, uh, I think there are a lot of benefits to creating an SNS DAO, but also there are some some caveats to it. Obviously, so mm-hmm. the main benefits are that. Once your application becomes fully decentralized, including the ownership that is that it, uh, that it, now the community owns uh, your your application, then yeah. that as I said, it incentivizes users to contribute in in different ways, also to invite people and to have to grow grow the user base. So it's kind of a it can be a growth hack or a viral growth hack that that uh, companies or well, not companies but. Um, developers use to to grow their their user base. Also, it is <clears throat> it is a way of of doing a fundraising round to have with the SNS decentralization sale without going without having to go to VCs first, which is which is a definitely a bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, and one caveat is that a uh, development itself becomes a bit more tricky because whenever you want to push an update, first it will have to go through a vote. Just like how now, <clears throat> if anyone wants to update the protocol of the internet computer, then they would have to create an NNS proposal. And only after those four four days while the vote voting lasts, you would have to wait for the internet computer to update. And then it slows development down a little bit. And you have to be more deliberate. You have to explain your, um, your changes and so on, which is... I mean, it's. I think it's a net benefit, but it it's an extra step that one would have to do in order to to update the system or update their application instead of just pushing the code out right away. way.
0: hmm Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's um uh, once the, the project mm-hmm. is is launched, is ready, and all the uh, tools and all the things uh, are implemented, maybe it's the best time to launch the sns not before because before you, you you have to test everything with the market and, and see if it works or not and then maybe is is the best time and also regards the advertisement is good way to advertise your company to the sns uh, dao because like investors and in general the crypto community uh, can figure out and know more about about the project that that's cool uh, also, yeah, in terms of data security, right, it's much stronger. For example, the SNS DAO compared with uh, other ways to do the, the DAO. Um, yeah, you, as you mentioned also, that the process about the, the start running an, an SNS DAO, uh, about the tokenomics and everything. If I'm not wrong, uh, first, uh, the project needs to do a proposal on NNS, as you mentioned. Uh, community uh, needs to vote uh, to adopt or not. Uh, to approve the, the decentralized, if they want to decentralize the, the app, um, and yeah, that's that's uh, that's the, the, the process, right? Then, if it's approved, you start the tokenization, um, uh, start the tokenomics, and, and see exactly what is the, the supply, the, the demand of the tokens, uh, how tokens are, are used, are tokens allocation, what is the price, all these type of things, that's right?
1: It's a bit more complicated. There are a bit a few few more steps in between, but yeah, it's uh, it's okay. almost exactly right. It's almost exactly right. So uh-huh. first, you would have to create the SNS canisters that are. Uh, so now we have five SNS canisters that are not the DAP itself, but these are the ones that will that will control the DAP. So for example, there is the root canister, the governance canister, reg- registry ledger, and so on. And these canisters are needed. For, uh, for you to give the controller from of of your adapt to the to the SNS itself, because you you used to be the controller of the dap but then you give up con uh, this control and then you give it to the to the SNS itself, um mm-hmm. and then first currently you have to apply for you have to create more more than one NNS proposal, so you have to get on the whitelist of of um canisters that can be controlled by SNSs. Once that's approved, you're on the whitelist, then you can, then you can create the proposal that starts the decentralization sale, as you said, and once that proposal is accepted and decentralization sale starts, people can buy your SNS tokens. And once the sale is over, either by the time limit reached or a maximum participation limit reached, then your your debt becomes now controlled by, by the SNS itself. And if it doesn't, so if let's say your your decentralization sale criteria are not met, then you gain back control, like ownership of of your debt. So you will be you will be the controller again. In this way, uh-huh. even if um, if your decentralization sale doesn't succeed, then you keep control of your debt and you can continue development and try again at a later point.
0: Okay, yeah, Andrew. And is it possible to do like a partial decentralization? For example, if um, one business uh, or the founder have different aspects of the business that they want to decentralize. For example, for the uh, software developers, they can implement something. They need the flexibility and the freedom to to do new updates or deploy whatever. But in terms of other aspects of the business with clients or security or whatever, they would like to do like decentralized. Is it possible to do a, a partial decentralization or an SNS DAO? Or this is something like maybe you are going to implement in, in the future?
1: That's a that's a very interesting question. If I'm honest, I haven't thought about it much. But I think it should be possible. So how you would do it, so if you want to decentralize the whole your whole application or your um uh inner computer tab, you would you would grant you you would give the control of one of the or the main canister to the SNS and then all the other canisters could be controlled by this canister. So you can imagine it as a tree-like structure, like a hierarchical structure in which the SNS controls the main canister and the main canister canister controls everything else. But on the other hand, since canisters can freely communicate with each other and send messages, you can just imagine having a one part of this hierarchical tree structure controlled by the SNS which communicates with another uh, set of canister smart contracts that are not controlled by the SNS then not quite sure why you would do that but you yeah you could have um certain parts of the DAB controlled by the by the SNS and then if you would then want to have it all controlled by the SNS I, can, I think you can still uh, change the controller of these Separate set of canisters to the to this main main branch. If you if you change your mind at the end, this would be an in- interesting case for sure. Yeah, because I guess not everyone, not everyone has to create another. Everyone should create an SNS. I think it makes sense for most tabs to become SNSs in the future. But I can see some cases. Let's say I don't know. Uh, you want to have a banking software on. That might be a wrong example. I mean, because a decentralized exchange should become an SNS so that it's open and community-owned and people can check. But if you're a private company and you still want to uh, gain the benefits of running your software on the computer because it's it's secure by default, then then you can just keep the decentralized uh, the Ownership structure while having the decentralized uh, hosting that your computer provides. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we can open a proposal about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, also about the SNS one, the Airdrop. Um Yeah, the Airdrop is a virtual coin. Uh, the SNS one, virtual coin or, or mimi coin. I, I don't. I don't like the, the word mimi coin because it's not mimi. It's not. It's something. Pretty huge, it's something super super big. And it's the first SNS DAO in the internet computer history. Uh, maybe this meme coin in the future, the value is unbelievable. Who knows? Um the, the virtual coin made by the artist Ludo and launched in SNS1 is is exactly is a test or or a simulation uh, to show the community. How SNS will work, um, and then how, how it was the process about the 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 coin the, the airdrop because I, I know it's in in different uh, social media like Discover District Open Chat, like the more valuable or, or active users. Uh, I have one for example. I have to say nice. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, but but how is it? Was the process about about. Choose the the right persons, or because it's limited uh, coins, it's not a lot. Um, Yeah, can you explain a little bit more about the airdrop, the SNS one airdrop?
1: Of course. Uh, I mean, I I wouldn't call it a virtual coin necessarily, since it's uh, it's an ICRC one token, or it uses the SNS tokens use the ICRC one token standard developed Mm -hmm. by the community through the workshop that we definitely started. And now the community voted on the ICRC-1 standard and it got adopted by the NNS. Um, and then you, Luda did the design for the, the token. Yes, that, that is true. But that is just a design. The token itself on the technical side was developed, or at least the SNS-1 token was developed by uh, Definity, and mm-hmm. it is being given to the to the community. So we, the initial idea was to just have SNS-1 be just a simple test or like a dress rehearsal because we've run, we've created many SNSs on the testnet of the internet computer, but we want to create an SNS on the main net before we launch OpenChat or any other dApp as an SNS. Because if there are any issues that would show up now on the main net, it should still be captured by the SNS-1 and not really with, an, with the OpenChat, for example. So... Mm-hmm. And if it's a meme coin or not, it's not for me to say because it once the decentralization sale concludes, <clears throat> it is the community's token. And if they think it's a meme coin and they want it to be a meme coin, then it will be one. If they develop a social media app and have that as be, be the sNS one, then that will be it or whatever in a fundraiser for artists and nft artists or it, it could be whatever the community wants it to be. And if the community picks memes, then <laughs> uh-huh. that, that, it, that it's a meme coin. Yeah. Let's hope it's something really cool in the in the future, and then the community really develops something interesting. About the airdrop, yes. So we wanted to give, uh, we wanted to create these different, um, different portions or ratios of of SNS tokens, very similar to how a real SNS would work. So in the real SNS, uh, I mean this is real SNS as well. But what I mean is, if, if a real Developer group wants to create an SNS. They would have a founder tokens that the developers take themselves. That's a big chunk of the whole total supply. Then you airdrop some tokens to users, and you keep some, and you keep some in the in the treasury. And then you have one one chunk for decentralization sale. So you have these four chunks. In this case, mm-hmm. Definity didn't want to keep any token beyond the twelve that we kept for uh, technical reasons to be able to vote while the SNS uh, is uh be- is the decentralization sale is being done. But other than that, we want to give away as much as possible. So we created um so we have three main chunks in, in the SNS one. We have the the treasury that will be used for liquidity as well as it's basically the SNS DAO's uh treasury so they can do whatever they want with those with those tokens if they if people vote and, and accept uh, what what to do with them. Um and yeah so the another chunk is the decentralization sale that will go live in a few days and then and then the airdrop we wanted to airdrop was a bit tricky in the technical sense because you need we can't with the current architecture of sns you can't airdrop tokens themselves after the decentralization sale to accounts you can only airdrop neurons to NNS principal IDs or any principal IDs, but the NNS will be able to display them. So you can have, you can see your, your neurons. And These neurons like ICP neurons contain SNS1 tokens or for open chat, it will contain chat tokens. Mm-hmm. And because we couldn't just airdrop to any address, we had to collect principal IDs, NNS principal IDs from, from different people or from different uh, groups. And we thought we had these three large OG uh, social media apps on their computer: that is, district, discover, district, and uh, an open chat. So we thought we would airdrop to the to these communities and, uh, yeah, give them a chance to participate in the in the future of SNS one. It's it's also because it's easier to. I mean, looking back, we should have somehow found a way to airdrop to Motoko users or or Sears. But it's it was more of a, a resource limitation and time limitation to it's it, it's still just airdropping to these two communities took a, a lot of work and, and quite a bit of mm-hmm. time. Um if we had more time, I mean in the future we will will definitely increase this scope of, of airdrops. And the criteria was so each each basically had their own criterion of who's getting the getting the airdrops that was different for each. And it wasn't up to definitively to decide uh what the what the criteria was
0: mm-hmm. okay and in terms of the sns1 this is just um like a test right or, or a simulation I, I mean it's not existing sns2 sns3 sns4 this is sns1 is the, the introduction and then it's going to deploy SNS, right? DAO. it's not more like two or three, four episodes? as no,
1: no, no, Netflix. no. No. <laughs> no, no, no. SNS1 <laughs> is just the first SNS. But I want to stress, even though it is a test, quote unquote test, it is a real SNS on the real yeah, mainnet absolutely. on the inner computer. So once this decentralization sale is done, it will become a DAO and it will live on uh, as mm-hmm. the community controls it. So it's... A test and it's it's more than a test in a way. Yeah, it's
0: more than a test. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the community yeah, also, really uh, yeah. yeah,
1: and it really looks like from the community's excitement that it's more than a test. People people seem to be
0: excited about the SNS one, which is which is cool. It's good to see. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um also I, I see on Discover on a post of you two two days ago about the should the SNS one thou be created and explain a little bit more about the proposal of create the sns DAO. i love that i read the the letter it's like one you created one canister that is a letter inside the canister right And, and it's like a, a an inspirational letter or or like philosophical letter, like people can read and it's like oh wow, this is something that like I want to be joined. And how you is is your idea that the letter that that's something crazy and I think it's good way to start the SNS. Uh, once you you have a canister enter and see the letter, it's like wow, you never expected that I'm going to have a letter here. You know, it's like <laughs> a, a Kinder Egg. <laughs> Yeah.
1: I'm so happy I'm so happy you say that because everyone is crazy about the token itself but uh not many people are are commenting on the dapp itself which is now just a letter um uh, mm. we were we were brainstorming on on what this initial dapp sns one dapp should be should it be just a note taking dapp or should it be the smiley dapp that we showed in the mm-hmm. in the um in the global r and but um, um mm. Uh, yeah so then at one point angela and i angela is an, um uh, comes a, res- a senior research comes person at definitive mm-hmm. and we yeah we were brainstorming about what sns one should be and what the tab should look like and we were like wouldn't it be fun if it's it's a blank canvas but it's basically nothing but just a letter that definitive addresses to the community so yeah, this is how the the idea was born because the 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 main concept of the main thing that we wanted to get across with SNS1 is that it's it is it is a blank canvas for the community to take over. But if we just give people a completely empty canister, that's kind of boring. So it's a bit lame. So then yeah. we we found this middle ground of having a something that is more than just an empty canister and also it has this uh then we can explain through this letter what we what the spirit of sns1 is and what we would like to see in the future as mm-hmm. as sns pioneers the decentralization uh in the future which is really exciting and uh yeah i'm, I'm happy that uh that you like the letter if yeah, you have it's... if your listeners haven't uh seen the letter then you can just scroll down through one of the one of the Discover posts and you'll you'll find links to them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I did I will post it on also on the um after finish the conversation and the interview and everything. I'll I'll post it also the, the letter because I think it's uh something it's it's a must. People need to, to read the letter before to know more about SNSDA, of course. And yeah, in terms of the Uh, token distribution, and also the governance. Um, I'm not sure if you want to talk about the the distributions. Uh, It's like supplies 10,000 tokens. And then the initially distribute is um, like 3,000, almost 4,000 for principal collective from the pre-sale airdrop. Uh, 3,000 roughly distributed by the NNS run the centralization sale. Uh, also almost 3000 for the treasury uh, and it's under control of the sns uh, one uh, dao then 12 is allocated for the sns developers to to continue to manage the dao and, and everything and then another 50 to the, uh, ludo for the creation uh, for the creative uh design um exactly. h- how you decide this uh i think it's pretty fair but you want to mention something here or about the, the distribution, yeah,
1: it's uh, usually these tokens that are they're that launching. They have I don't know trillions of of total supply or sort of quadrillions, and they and then for two cents you can buy a million tokens. But uh-huh. and since the this is where the trend is going, um, uh, Peter Lidwell, the head of product at DFINITY, he came up with this idea of. Why not do the exact opposite and just have 10,000 tokens? Wouldn't that be funny? And I was like, in the beginning, I'm not sure, would it? But at the end, we just embraced. It. And I think it's, uh, this is what, where the meme coinness come, comes from that we, with SNS Fon, we wanted to have fun with this whole thing. We wanted to create something interesting and, and not just the, uh the usual, because we at Definity sometimes, uh, fell or sometimes make the mistake of being very another mistake. But we've been very engineering focused and very academic, which is good to create the most complex blockchain in the world. So that that's very much needed. But then mm-hmm. I think now we're at a point where where we need to involve the community more and then just do fun stuff like. Have the first SNS token be have ten thousand as the t- t- total supply, and also I'm I'm not sure if you've seen, but um uh, you can lock the maximum staking period is a hundred years. If you if hundred years, press... yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so,
1: there could be a hundred year gag of people, people who yeah. lock their token.
0: Wow, <laughs> this uh... is something crazy. Yeah, it's like a maximum staking period hundred years. Also, voting rewards is zero percent. It's not no token. It's not no inflation in the token. Uh, the minimum staking is even less than one, right? Is zero point uh, something? Or
1: uh, y- I think yes, zero point zero one SNS token is the minimum you can stake. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. And the minimum period is one month,
1: mm-hmm. so that okay. you can vote. And I mean, these things can be changed, by the way. So if, if the community doesn't like this exact setup then they can put up a proposal that would change let's say inflation maybe you Mm -hmm. want to have inflation of the token and you want a few percentage to go to voter voting rewards like icp Mm -hmm. that's also an option or maybe if god forbid the price goes up then maybe you want to have the minimum stake be even lower
0: yeah, no, exactly. But this, the sale is open to anyone, and, and then it's a decentralized, and people can do proposals, whatever. This is just the initials, because we need to start from some info, some numbers, exactly. and then the community decides what is the future of, of the this token and the SNS one. And in exactly. terms of other, other blockchains, for example, uh, if I have a project in, in Solana or in, in whatever, you know, in, in Avalanche, Near, GNB, whatever, Uh, Is it possible to do the SNS through internet computer or I need to switch the whole infrastructure from my uh, blockchain to internet computer and then do the SNS or this is something like maybe in the future definitely can implement, do uh, like a multi-chain SNS DAO? Uh,
1: It's probably possible somehow but it would be incredibly tricky and inelegant technically. Because so the inner computer can communicate with uh, web two APIs through HTTPS outcodes, for example, and mm-hmm. you could use that as a gateway to have something where you have a canister smart contract running on the inner computer that communicate that is controlled by an SNS and that communicates with uh, let's say a Solana, um, Dapp, and that makes transactions or or once we once we finish Bitcoin or Ethereum. Um, integration then you could imagine that they through the integration you would be able to control using the computers sns uh, some ethereum smart contracts but i mean even if it's possible i wouldn't necessarily do it it just seems like a lot of extra development work to yeah. arrive at an like ineleg- inelegant solution
0: mm-hmm.
1: so unless definitely really Uh yeah, a lot of uh one of the problems with uh with blockchains in general is that this these are they are walled gardens. So everything works well within a blockchain, but then it's kind of tricky to communicate through with the outside world. And know Computer is trying to solve this by integrating with different chains, but I think this whole integration effort will have to be a lot further along if we if we want to create mm-hmm. DAOs using other uh, smart contracts from other dApps. I guess what we can also <clears throat> have is, I mean, Ethereum and I think Solana as well is um is EVM based or Ethereum virtual machine where if we can have EVMs running on the new computer, uh like there's, there's this code name for like IC EVM that is not in development yet. Mm-hmm. But it uh I mean eventually we'll probably need something along the lines of an EVM running on the IC, then maybe that could be the solution for having EVM-based blockchain smart contracts from other chains having SNSs on their computer. So short short, short answer, I don't think it's really possible right now. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Maybe it's not fair. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Not not fair, but it's something like, uh, as you mentioned, maybe it's not something elegant that you have in other blockchain and then... Do the SNS in, in internet computer. And because in, in things terms we of... can do
1: is like like integrating uh, decentralized exchanges. So you could have, let's say, if you have a lot of Solana tokens or Sol tokens, but and you want to buy whatever SNS1 tokens, then we could integrate with Solana and then create, or in a decentralized exchange, have a swap that is directly from Solana to SNS1 or near to SNS1. And that or ethereum would be the first or Bitcoin for example so you would be able to buy sns1 tokens through a decentralized exchange using your Bitcoin which is I mean how how cool is that if like, to have Bitcoin running in a native Bitcoin in uh, indexes yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah 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 that's, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my, my my next question it's about the Bitcoin integration and I just try to think these ideas about how we can integrate the, the bitcoin the native bitcoin on the mainnet with the the sns1 and um, yeah this is maybe something for the next podcast <laughs> 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 yeah uh okay and yeah just for finish the 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 conversation about the sns1 with andrew um what is your your thoughts your your vision for the future about the the SNS DAO. You think this is something like uh, it's going to implement in general in, in all the the companies in internet computer. You think have a the the future is really cl- clean and, and clear and good for for the the community the SNS. Uh, yeah, tell us more about your thoughts about because this is honestly this is the first step. Is the first stone of of the building or of the big big house and uh, this is something pretty unique uh this is history maybe in in 50 years people or, or whatever people talk about the the SNS one uh yeah you you you're one one of the main uh, creators of this of this crazy thing can you <laughs> tell us something about your thoughts for the vision or your vision in the future for the SNS in general, the SNS DAO.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm personally incredibly excited about the f- the future of SNSs and the future of the future of SNS technology and creating DAOs on the computer. I think, and this is what got me really excited in the to begin with when I first heard about the internet computer. And I think SNS is not just another feature like uh, SEO or, or like. Uh, uh, HTTPS outcalls. SNS is the main promise of the inner computer to to allow any organization to completely decentralize and and give control to their communities and their users. I think if done successfully, SNS can can change how how online services are run and and developed completely. You can mm-hmm. you can imagine thousands of 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 depths thousands of, of decentralized applications and Web3 services running as as DAOs in the future. And then a slow shift from the centralized nature of what we have currently of large companies uh, controlling the whole whole application and instead moving away from the centralized way of running things to a completely decentralized uh, way of running things. Like it's a bit of a parallel to how governments worked. And a thousand years ago, most of the governments were centralized. You saw you have uh, uh, authoritarian regimes, and mm-hmm. we slowly but surely moved away as societies to a more decentralized system that is democracy. And I think the same will happen in on the on the internet and on the technology side that we move away from decentralized structures. And we create these decentralized structures and it was before the SNS, it wasn't possible to do this, but now, now it is. So as you said, I think years from now, we will look back on SNS one as the first SNS, as the, as a big milestone and as, as a turning point of, of this effort and this pioneering of decentralization on, on the internet. Because the internet started out decentralized, and then a few few big corporations uh, captured most of the internet, and now now we're taking it back.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. The SNS is the decentralization at its best in the maximum version. That's crazy. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Andrew, for for your time. To uh, respond all my questions about SNS, I think it's pretty useful uh, conversation for all the ICP community and outside uh, uh, community of ICP because it's pretty valuable information about the, the SNS DAO. And yeah, thank you so much for, for your time. And hopefully, yeah, I, I I wish you the best for for the next milestones of the SNS DAO. And I think it will be successful, 100%. Uh,
1: thanks a lot, Javier. And uh, great questions. So let's uh, let's chat after, after SNS launches. Maybe in a few months or after a year, after we have a few mm-hmm. SNSs running, then we can have a, a second episode of
0: this. Yeah, definitely. Sounds good. <laughs> it a lot. Appreciate it. Yeah, Bye. take care. Bye-bye.